friends, let us pause and hold silence as we center ourselves for worship. This is the house of the Lord. Here the word of God calls us. Let us stand in body or in spirit and open God's life-giving word for this community. If you're able, please stand. morning. Welcome to everyone joining us this morning and a special welcome to those joining us online. Wherever you are, you're welcome in this place. The service is live streamed and available thereafter on a recording. A reminder that we're still prohibited from singing until we move to level one, hopefully in the next few weeks. But we have Stephanie, Laura and Matthew this week who again will lead us in our worship. You who are weary, sleepless, tired, discouraged, do not be afraid. You who are fed up, hopeless, visionless, fearful, tearful, do not be afraid. Do you not care? Why are you afraid? Who is this? Let us worship God. 485, dear Lord and Father of mankind.
Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, we come to worship you, to reflect in your greatness. We open our hearts before you to bring you our praise and proclaim your name. Meet with us afresh this day. Eternal and all-powerful God, we are hungry to meet with you, to hear your voice, to know your will. We come to offer you a commitment that does justice to your love. Enable us to serve you more humbly, to love you more deeply, to know you more fully, and to follow your ways more faithfully, living in a way that does justice to your renewing power. Lord of heaven and earth, of all that is, has been, and will be, forgive us for the people we have let down, the circumstances we have despaired of, the opportunities we have wasted, all because we have trusted our own judgment over yours. Lord of all, grant us renewed faith greater trust and a deeper confidence in all that you are able to do. Teach us to trust your strength so that we may attempt new things in your name and fulfill them to your glory. Hear us now as we join together with the church universal in the words of our Lord saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Friends, our intimations, the food bank continues to collect on a Tuesday at the West Halls in Main Street, 10 till 12 and 7 till 8 p.m. Please continue to support that if you are able. I will be on annual leave from this Thursday coming to the following Friday, the 2nd of July. For any urgent pastoral issues, please contact Jim Macbeth, the session clerk. Next Sunday is our last Two services, half nine and eleven, from for the whole of July, and the first two Sundays in August, we only have one service at 9:30, which will be live streamed and available on our YouTube channel as a recording. From the 15th of August, we'll be back. Two services, half nine and eleven, hopefully singing, hopefully with our families and children back, and we all really need to make that our target date to get back to church with vigour and really start things going again. Our offering plate is not passed around due to current restrictions, but there are offering plates available at the rear of the church, and you can give online at our weekly offering tab on the website. Sunday the 4th of July, so two weeks today at 6.30 in the evening, you'll be glad to know, we'll have our outdoor service at the old Kalelin Kirk. Um, 6.30, bring your own communion. It's easier in terms of restrictions. We've done it the last couple of times. Outdoor service where we will be able to sing and enjoy a communion service at the, the old kirk, which we missed 
last year. Intimated last week the death of Isabel Sharp. Her funeral service is this Tuesday, half past nine at Woodside Crematorium for a committal service and then back to the church here at half past ten on Tuesday morning for a service of Thanksgiving. A Bible reading today is brought by Jane Crawford. Let's listen for God's word. Today's reading is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, reading from verse 35 to 41. Jesus calms the storm. That day, when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was, in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Jane. Hymn 15 to the tune Orlington, The Lord's My Shepherd.
to pray. Spirit, come among us today. May we see you over the waves, through the rain of the storm. May we hear you say, peace, be still, and draw us in this day. So be it. Amen. In this lectionary season of Mark, so far we've journeyed through John the Baptist preparing the way, Jesus being tested, calling disciples, miracles and healings, crowds gathering in their droves to hear Jesus, and last week, the parables. You be forgiven for forgetting that we're only in the fourth chapter of Mark, only a few verses into this gospel when Jesus calms a storm. And with it comes the problems of the miracles. What is it all about? Very basically, it's about a storm, water, and waves. So it's about water. And we too often miss the primal scriptural link, wind and waves, takes us back to the very beginning, to the creation story, and then to Moses parting the Red Sea. It only lasts for four or five verses, but in those four or five verses, it hits the most significant events in the Old Testament. And as we see it at our next service today with baby Lachlan, it also links us to the water of baptism. So all of a sudden we see this story links not to some random event, but to events that have been treasured for generations. We are taken in to the everyday. It was evening. Evening had come. Evening had come. And following the General Assembly a fortnight ago, and as I told you about presbytery planning, etc., I get the feeling that many people think evening has come for the church. Night follows evening. That's what they see. And for many, that will be true. The narrative, is, the narrative is, if you follow stats of decline, there will be no church in a couple of decades. Friends, I see beyond night, because what follows night is dawn. Ronald Reagan, in becoming president of the United States following the Watergate scandal, said, it's morning in America. It was a call to waken up and smell the roses, to say that the good times are ahead of us. I was training with a friend on Friday. He was wearing a t-shirt, and on it had a logo which said, I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of not living. It really struck me. What a fantastic thought a thought which, in my opinion, has been flipped this last year and a half. As we go into the holiday period and the evening, 
dawn is the 15th of August. When we need to commit to start back our activities in our church, our Sunday clubs, old and young, back together with zeal and zigger, that there will be mourning for the church in Houston. In the boat, Jesus has left the crowd behind and said, let's go across to the other side. What is the other side? Clearly, it's a different side from where they are. We need to do something quite different. This sentence sums up the message of the whole New Testament. The good news was not just for a select few, but for all people. In John, when they're fishing on one side of the boat and catch nothing, and then they cast their nets on the other side of the boat and get a net full, 154 fish. Why 154? It's the number of the nations. Jesus is for all people, Gentiles, everyone. It is evening. So let's cross to the other side. It's evening. Our institutions, our church has to go to the other side. In life, with endless coronavirus restrictions, you've been forgiven for thinking the evening has really come. But with vaccinations, we have hope. Last week, the First Minister speaking about going beyond level zero before the end of the summer. It's time to look beyond evening and step in today. And then in the passage, we have three questions. Do you not care? What are you afraid of? Who is this then? Are we afraid of Jesus being asleep? Or are we more afraid of what Jesus might do if he wakes up? Too often we think that's the problem. Jesus is absent, isn't he? That's why we get coronaviruses or the tsunami or illness or doubt. If Jesus exists, if God exists, this wouldn't happen. That's reasonable. Well, ironically, in this storm, Jesus had come. The disciples, his most trusted, they had seen him firsthand. They had watched him. They had witnessed his great acts, his teachings, his miracles. But they still doubted. 
Jesus had come. And it wasn't a picnic for them either. Yet his imaginative wandering and power to calm the storm seems so overwhelming. I just wonder if the disciples actually wanted to get back into the storm. That was easier to deal with. Just like the Jews in the Exodus, they wanted to get back into slavery. That was easier than following Moses around the wilderness. Today, we deal with two profound fears. That God won't act or that God might act. Which one do you find the scariest? And if our default setting is God will have tried really hard but you're not producing the goods, then evening has come and night is upon us. This passage is a real wake-up call. Be careful what you ask for because you might just get it. The Bible. The Bible earns our trust by showing that it understands us. This is a passage, if ever there was one, that understands us. Just like those disciples, we are furious with Jesus being asleep. Because they only focus on the sleep. Not all the other acts that they've witnessed. Friends, it is evening. And now we have a choice. Is it going to be night? Or are we looking forward to the dawn in August? When morning can come. I am not afraid of dying. I am afraid of not living. finish with these three questions personal to each of us. Do you not care? Why are you afraid? Who is this? Glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forevermore, world without end. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you that you're always with us in the bad times as well as the good, the difficult as well as the easy. We thank you that we have sometimes been unsure of the way ahead. But you have always been there to guide us. Though we have felt discouraged, you have offered us fresh inspiration. 
we have felt despair. You have given us hope. Thank you for the assurance this brings us that your steadfast love never ceases, that you're a constant presence with us, not detached but found in the everyday. May that conviction give us confidence in whatever disappointments we experience, whatever sorrow befalls us, we still find a reason to look forward, a reason to believe in the future, a reason to hope. Oh God, in this Father's Day, we give thanks for fathers and father figures. We also remember in our prayers those who have a difficult relationship with their fathers, those who don't know their father, or whose father is no longer with them. Lord God, there is so much despair in our world, and for many there seems little reason to hope. Reach out, we pray, to all whose belief in the future has been challenged. Grant new dreams where the old have died. Rekindle purpose where confidence has been undermined. Support where there seems nothing left to hold on to. And give us hope that one day your kingdom will come. That the dawn is in sight. Lord of all hopefulness, hear our prayer, which we bring through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. So be it. Amen. Now thank we all our God.
as we go from here, let us look beyond the evening to the breaking light and a glorious new dawn. And as we go, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the common life of the Holy Spirit be with you all forevermore.